Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This podcast is a conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, and basically anything. Anything. Literally anything. You never know. Um, it's not politics. We're not going to do that. I don't really like. We don't actually know anything. And sometimes I get confused by them. Yeah. You and me both. It's okay. not just a you thing. Good. Actually, I'm in, I mean, we're going to talk about politics. I think the entire world is confused about politics. That might be true, too. Yeah. All right, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we are going to talk about our ceiling. and Not the ceiling in this room. I just want you to know, we have, I think, three different ceiling textures in our house. What's your favorite ceiling texture? Smooth. Smooth. We have... But, um, a, but a close second, that one that when you rub your hands across it, you start that's bleeding. That's called popcorn. That, or daggers. Those are like, like little stalactites. Stalag. Tights is from the top. Oh, man. And mites is from the ground. Is that what it is? I think it is. I should know this. You were the... Science major. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. I don't know. But right now we have... What are What is this texture? This is this the is swirl. Like, it's a swirl. I, I want to see somebody do this. Well, I I think this might actually be easier than the, the popcorn style. Because here you're just doing a pattern over and over. And the popcorn, you have to make it look like it... Like it was meant do to be that Do you think way. they just do it? I don't think they do that all by hand. I popcorn think they do. style? They no, do not the swirly. Oh, popcorn for sure, yeah. That's how you do it. You take that like broom and you go, I've seen your dad do it. It's. No. I don't. Smooth. I'm sorry. Smooth is the way to go. I get it that so like do, it can't wait, always look What flat, do we have in our bedroom? It's smooth. Smooth? Yeah. Do well, we have popcorn here? No, we do not. We don't. But my parents' house had popcorn. Okay, so we have swirls and smooth. Mm-hmm. Swirls in like three, three rooms. Yeah. Or two rooms. Dining room, living this room. room has it, yeah. The hallway, the stairwell. Upstairs but, has it. Either way, we're Upsta- not talking. Upstairs has swirls too in the hallway. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're, I don't know what we have. We're going to have to check it out. When we lay in bed tonight, we'll yeah, look at it. We can. But we're not talking about those ceilings. Real ceiling. We're no, talking no. about more of like a metaphorical ceiling in, in, in you. In your life. Yeah. In yeah. ours too. In yeah. us. It's about us. So that's what we're going to talk about eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go to how was your week? How was our week? Okay, this week how was... your week? That could be a fun song. Sorry, go ahead. That was good. Can you get your acoustic guitar out for me? And you know... Play me a little tune? We were singing together this week to um, the Will Regan song, Through and Through, and I was like, I actually think I might remember how to play that one. And then I was like, no, don't offer oh, that. no. Because <laughs> then I'll have to. You're going to have to. No, you should no. just, I think you should get your, what's it, your guitar out, bring it over to the, where we sit in the morning, and then when the kids are starting oh to gosh. come down in the morning, start no. playing something. They love it. I. Guys, okay. Nathan has known how to play the guitar. I, middle school is what I can remember, maybe before then, right? Why did I stop playing guitar? I don't know. Because you have to practice, and I didn't take, I did not prioritize practicing, and so then it became burdensome. Okay, Nathan played the guitar. He played in our youth group band, the bass. Because that's less work. Than that's less guitar. work, but you guys, in middle school, and I can't believe I don't have this. Maybe it's in some keepsake box. I can't find it, though. Nathan wrote me a song. Beginning to end, wrote and recorded it myself. And he burned it on a mini CD. That was pretty sweet, I didn't actually. even know those were a thing. I thought it was cool. It's very cool. What Anyways, was the song called? Uh, I don't remember, but I remember the first lines of the song. Go. You don't have to sing it. Just say it. I'm uh, ready. They sound really cheesy because I was in middle school. We need to hear it. I believe the words went, I look into your eyes. Yes. It's so hard to look away. Yes. Um, and then I think the bridge had something like, why do I do what I do or something? Oh, my goodness. We got to find that. I don't. Yeah. I might have the words somewhere. That was the only song you've ever written me. That is one more song than I ever thought I would write. Right? <laughs> it was just a thing to do. How many people can say they've written their spouse's song and recorded it and given it to them? When you were a teenager. Yeah. Probably That's not pretty, that pretty many. So, you're, you're so unique. Yeah. How does that have anything to do with our week? I don't know where we got <laughs> guitars. Singing through and through. 
I don't know. I don't know. We're here. But maybe I can, maybe we can sing that song. The problem, we, we love that Will Regan song through and through, but it's so short. And if then, we're playing on guitar, then if we you can play, keep going. you just keep yeah. repeating. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Although, after listening to um, Jervis Campbell, I think I'd like to learn some of his songs, because I really jam out to his songs. I'm ready. <sighs> maybe it's a good winter activity. I think, I was just thinking that. I didn't want to, like, You know, because that. there's less yeah. outdoor things to do. I could. Maybe. Whip the guitar out, yep. Maybe it's going to happen. We'll see. All right, so my love. How, how was our week? How was your week? This week was really hard. What What made it hard? The weather. Oh, that whole thing. There what, was, what's wrong with the weather? Was it every day this week? It was I not. think it was five days this week. The sun peaked through a couple times. No, it didn't. For like a few minutes. Yeah. It was gray and it was rainy and it was hard. Well, yes, hard. Is it hard because it makes I just it, it, it triggers just, something in you that makes you afraid of the parts about winter you don't enjoy? Yeah, I mean, I, the sun not having sun is really has really been hard the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first gray day, well, probably not Monday. I didn't notice it as much, but Tuesday. Um, it just was, I just felt like anxious and blah and just blah. That's the best way I can describe it. So it was just kind of working through, okay, let's go play out. Like we just had to keep moving and not let, you know, all the rain and the clouds affect everything. But it just, it was real. it was hard for me. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that, or is that just a me thing? I I am not as affected by the lack of sunlight as you are. I don't know why that is. I don't know, but I do see that in you, and so I guess my question for you is: We know in Lansing, Michigan, that winter time is going to be gray. Yeah. So, what can you do? knowing that you can't rely on the sun to be your light source all the time. What can you do to have that not affect your emotions and feelings? I don't know, honestly. I think that's a really I was thinking about question. that this week and just wanting to have an action plan. Or not an action plan, but just, you know, a solution to the problem. And... It's tricky when it really is winter and it's freezing. You can't just go play outside easily. We've done the happy lights before. Do you have some magic idea for me? I think it's a, I have a challenging statement. Okay. So one thing I've been learning in this really great book I've been reading is about joy. And what's the definition of joy? Remember when I shared that to you? Yeah, I don't remember The it. biblical definition of joy is God shining his face upon you. Okay. So I guess my challenging statement is, are you looking to the sunlight to be your source of joy when it's really just a pseudo joy? No, but I'm not looking for joy. I don't think the sun brings me joy. It affects your emotions immensely, babe. It does, but I don't think that's directly joy. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is maybe you need to shift where your source is and like where you're starting, like like where you're looking for like like positive emotions in the day. Because if you're if sunlight is what determines your positive emotions in the day, you're going to have few positive emotion filled days. Yeah, I get that, but it's also I understand it's a cho- there's a making a choice, right? Mm-hmm. But also the sun is has so many different effects on us Mm -hmm. i don't know it's hard it's it's a problem to manage Mm -hmm. because you can't really solve sunlight right like you can't bring sunlight out of nothing right right. problem you can solve it's a problem you have to manage yeah so i don't know what that looks like for you to manage that i don't either but it is something to think about yeah so, how was your week? I had a really good week. Um, at work, I had 
my team's quarterly get-together on Wednesday, and it was rocking awesome. Um, you were smiling a lot that day. It was, it was, it's like one of those days where it reminds me of like, this is the stuff that makes me come alive. Hmm. Um, and I shared with my team a unique vision of um, putting team over the individual and seeking out emotional health and safety for everyone and putting family first. And they were very receptive to it. Um, I was pretty scared, actually, but also Why excited. Why scared? Because it's just not what people normally do, and especially in IT or in the workplace. And so I wasn't sure how they would receive it, um, but it was super positive. And I, in fact, later feedback I received was, okay, so we think it's amazing. What does that practically look like? Mm. And so I'm going to let them stew on that, and then I think it might be awesome to try to, like, together talk about, well, what does that practically look like? So fun stuff, stuff to kind of continue to work on, but I'm I'm excited on the trajectory for my team and just the changes I'm seeing already as they, like, recognize these focuses, like, and make decisions based off of that and feel safe to make decisions based off of that. So it was a really, really good, good. Was a really good week. Um, and I'm single-handedly building a shed. A, wood a shed. lean-to. It's a lean-to. It's not a shed. It's a firewood shed. It's a. It's not a shed. It's, not it's a, a lean-to. It's leaning against the shed. It is connected to the shed. It's not leaning. Right, but it's not a shed. It's not a standalone shed. I'm still single-handedly building it from the ground up. Yeah. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel really good. I, I um, like today I put the um, plywood, OSB, whatever, yeah, like down. roof down, mm-hmm. and, and I did it all. Yeah, you did it. And it was amazing. I just, I, I've never done things like that on my own. I've always had to have help people, people help me. Yeah. So that was really rewarding. Yeah. It, yeah, it was funny. I came home on Monday from school and I pulled into the driveway and I did not expect to see you outside working on it. I was like, oh. It was on my lunch break. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really good. You So we have we have a shed in the middle, visualize. Mm-hmm. On, on the left side, there is a lean-to wood shed that Nathan and my dad and a friend built mm-hmm. last year. And that's full of wood. Mm-hmm. How full? Like how much wood? Top to bottom. Well, I know that, but how much wood? It's six by six by six feet. How many cords of wood? I don't know what that equates to. Huh. I thought you knew. Uh, Like four or five. Four or five. Okay, so then Nathan's building the exact same thing on the other side of the shed. But this time... By yourself. By yourself. I have had one or two people help me hold things up. Right, but that's fine. That's normal. So the goal is to keep harvesting wood. Ideally, all winter, we, we would fill up the uh, the second one all winter, and we wouldn't use any of it. And then that would be our wood supply for the next winter. And then we'd fill up the other one during the summer, so that they have like a whole year of drying. Yes, time. Then our creosote buildup will like drastically drop. Yeah. So super excited about that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So. All that's left is to put the metal roofing on. And the walls. And, and the connector. The walls can be done at any point in time, honestly. But like in terms of like has to be done before the next rainstorm, which is on Thursday, roof. I have to finish that metal roof. Wow. Because the OSB is not pressure treated. It's gonna it looks good. Thanks. I'm proud of you for doing it. It's sturdy too. It's not gonna solid. It's yeah. It's very solid. Yeah. So all right. All right, I'm ready. Next What's segment. Next? Palabras. Oh my goodness. We I want I more. I think I need to even if I don't know what the word means, I need to come up I need to have a better You need to have an answer. I need to have something yeah. because I, I don't know. It's just not good. So this is my challenge for you. Okay. L- listen to the word. Okay. Break it down because many times words will like from the parts of the words you can kind of try to But you gotta use it in, if you use it in a sentence then I can figure it out. Sometimes. Um, try me. Maybe I, not. I, I can try. Are these, did you Google these or did you come up with I them? I Googled these. I do not use all of these in my normal okay. speech, but I have seen them in books before. Okay. How's that? Um, I'm ready. And there is always one gimme. 
So you just you'll, you'll Is know. Is it asinine this time? No. I okay, don't, good. I don't. I don't like that word. All right, ready? I'm ready. So we're doing palabras. I'm ready. Um, palabras. Palabras. You don't need to roll that R. I know. It's just something about it. Yeah. Thank All you. Right. The first word is anachronism. Nathan, what in the world? So I'm ready. Give me the sentence. Anachronism. In the picture of King Tut, he was wearing a watch, and that is an anachronism. Is it a a watch? Is an anachronism? No, just the picture of him wearing a watch is an anachronism. <laughs> so anachronism, anachronism is a what thing. Does, what letter does it start with? An A. Acronism. In anachronism. In anachronism. An anachronism <laughs> is a thing that is doesn't really noun? fit in oh. the time that it's in, right? So King Tut oh, wearing a watch. I see. See, anachronism, right? Anachronism. Okay. What does that word mean? <laughs> That's what you it means. You just told me what it meant. That's what it means, yeah. It doesn't fit in the time. Yeah, so King Tut wearing a like a digital watch. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Nate, you don't talk this way. It's in a book. It's in a book. I think, I think the segment has to be words that you use. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't count. Okay. All right. Second word. Repost. Repost. Mm-hmm. You can use it in a sentence. Um, the person shared a repost <laughs> in response to the person talking. He shared a repost. Yeah. This doesn't even sound like a real word. It is a real word. It has two meanings. Okay. So generally it's used to, like, it's like a witty retort is what a repost is. Um, like he's coming back with something. Yeah, like a repost. Um, and, and I challenge you to use all five of these words this week <laughs> in a meeting at work. Repost is also a fencing term for when you attack back in okay. response. Okay. Zero out of five so far. Okay. Last time I got one out of five, so I'm shooting for two this time. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, the next word is obsequious. Obscure, different, strange. That's my guess. That's a good guess. Um, it's obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. Nope. Yeah. I've seen this word. It's super fun to say, obsequious. Okay. Yeah. You got to use all five of them this week. <laughs> In the meeting. Our children are not obsequious. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Can I help you something? No. All right. The next word is kerfuffle. Oh, like a mistake, a mess up. Yeah. That's fun. That one's fun. I like you that You actually word. used that word today. Did I? Yep. Uh, we were in the car and you said, That's a cr- this is a kerfuffle. No, I said we had a kerfuffle this morning. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. See? Okay. Demure. Demure. Give me the sentence. Um, the child was very demure. About? In their mannerisms and responses. To? <laughs> to the adult. I don't know. Uh, it's basically like shy. Or oh, modest. shy. Yeah. Demure. 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 How do you spell that? D-E-M-U-R-E. Oh, okay. Is that number five? That was number five. Kerfuffle. So I guess still got one out of five. Mm-hmm. Obsequious. I think next time you need, you can't Google them. I really have to think about them then. That's, not, that's a lot of work. Uh, like, I, I, I can't have that much preparation. You got to prep, man. No, you got you to gotta get us set up. With our notes. This time I put my phone on airplane mode without the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. I'm offline. Yep. Not even on. Can't reach me. Nope. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Ooh, good old KP reference. Impossible. All, All right. right. Do you want to do big feelings or just put on top any. five? All right. Cool. Skip. Top five. Favorite childhood memories. Yeah. Which I think, I, I don't know, lately I've just been enjoying thinking about memories. Um, I don't tend to, I don't tend to look back. So this was a fun one for us, I think, for me at least. Yeah, I think when we were at the MSU game, mm-hmm. did we talk about that last time? 
When did that happen? Last Saturday. Yes, we didn't talk we did about not it. Talk about that. Oh yeah, we went to um, the homecoming game with the, our three big kids, and even though I didn't even go to MSU, you know, as you know, a freshman and all the things, we were there, and it just I had those feelings of just what life was like when you're in college, and it was good. It's so funny. I me being there doesn't make me want to go back to college at all. No, it doesn't make there. me want to go back. I just, like, those memories come back. Oh, okay. And they're good memories. You don't have good memories? I, I just, <laughs> I knew what I wanted when I was in college, and what I wanted was to, to get a job and marry you, and I didn't really want to be in college at all. But that You was didn't what, enjoy it? Well, it was just like, it was, what, it was a thing that had to be done to go to the next thing. So I don't think you enjoyed it, really. There were parts about it I enjoyed. But it was very much like, for me, it was just like a step. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't look back and be like, I look at those memories and be like, oh my goodness, those were like so amazing. I was very focused on like getting done. Hmm. There were things that happened during those years that I really enjoyed, but it wasn't like college that I was like, I don't know. That's interesting. Them's the facts, Jack. (laughs) Okay. You want to go first? Top five memories. Childhood memories. Sure, I'll go first. Okay. Camping. Can you give more than just like... I will. I'm going like, to give you so much more. Is there a specific camping trip or yes. like just camping every day or... Every day. In your backyard? We, we... I have a memory of a pop-up camper that was like tan and brown and tiny. It was not fancy. And... We would go with a bunch of families to the same place, East Tawas State Tawas. Park, Tawas. And it was just so fun. Is Tawas the one that's on Lake Huron? Yes. Oh, we went there once. We went there, yeah. Is that the one that has the skunks that just like walk through like crazy? I don't know. I think well, is. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Our dog got skunked one time. Yeah. Um, I think just the being free and running around and... You know, as a kid, you don't see all the planning, preparation, and hard work that goes into camping, and it just was so fun. That's your first one? That's my first one. My second one is skiing out west, and even more so. So families, you know, for spring break would go to Florida, go somewhere warm. My family... Not every time, but almost every spring break, we would go skiing in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we grew up skiing really young in Michigan, and it was so fun. Mm-hmm. We were all, you know, capable. We could, you know, ski down the mountain, and we would just, all six of us would just go, and it was so fun. So, um, today, why are you laughing? You said so fun like four times. It was so fun. <laughs> it was. Um, we would have granola bars shoved in our ski coats and walkie-talkies, and it was great. That's cool. So, so fun. And today, we took our kids to go get fitted for skis and ski boots. To restart. Because we're going skiing this summer, the, or winter. To continue the family tradition. Yes, we have wanted to... Teach our kids how to ski, but we just when we were in Babyland, just we was, just couldn't. Yeah. Dorothy's like she's not skiing, but like no, she's not skiing. But, but everyone else is fine. capable, and it's gonna be fun. So we're doing that this winter, and it just brought back those memories of all the things mm-hmm. today. Even when we brought you out there, and you didn't know what you were doing, I had a lot of fun with that. It was so fun. Oh. So that was my number two. Yep. All right, number three is the lake. What are you looking at? Nothing. Okay. Um, Grew up on Lake Lansing. My parents still live there. And we just, summers were at the lake. Mm -hmm. Maybe we went on family vacations. I don't really remember them in the summer. I feel like we were just always home. And it just always felt like it was our lake because there weren't, a bunch of kids swimming at our area and it was just those good memories 
It's interesting. Um, so far, the memories you've given have not been specific, but have been like they're a story. Like, well, like they they you did these things multiple times. It wasn't like a specific. Oh occurrence. yeah, mine are very specific. Mine are, they're not. Specific. They're not. Yeah, that's okay. 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 We did it differently. Number four is youth group. Wow, you're, you're doing this. <laughs> I'm just doing like the whole whole childhood. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. go. Okay. Loved youth group. Mo- like. So many of my good friends were there. You were there. It was at church. I'm excited for our kids to go to youth group and have that experience, too. Mm-hmm. My last one. <laughs> Sleepovers. Um, it was just fun. So fun. How about that? So fun. So fun. So fun. All right, you go for it. Give me your specific memories. I realize some of them aren't, but I'm going to try to make them as specific as possible. All right, possible. do it. All right? So the first one is riding around on my bike. So when I was a kid, um, my mom gave us the choice for our birthdays on if we wanted to have a party or if, she, if we wanted 100 bucks. And so I took the money and ran and then eventually bought a BMX bike. And my brother and I would take the lawnmower and lawn mow a trail into the woods behind us. And then we found this place where there was like this huge dirt mound. And then we would make jumps on it. And I just remember just riding around for hours back there on BMX bikes. Thinking, Which I don't even know where that is. Uh, it's behind the neighborhood, like mm-hmm. west of there. Okay. Yeah. So you had to go through your neighbor's yards oh, to yeah, get there. Yeah. Yep. They okay. didn't care because we were mowing paths back there and they didn't care. But it was just like, it was so fun doing that. We did it for hours. We believed we were going to be like BMX X, stars. X Games BMX stars for sure. Wow. We couldn't even get off of a jump. Were but... you wearing helmets? Sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Did you do flips or you were just... Just jumping. Just jumping. Jumping, yeah. It was fun. That's fun. Uh, second was going to California with my family. That was one of my like favorite trips. It was like one of the last big trips where we were all together and there's one memory that's like been really sticking with me lately we were on that trip our car broke down in utah it was the company car my dad had and so we had to use a rental car so we went from a eight passenger van minivan to a five passenger sedan Mm -hmm. and i can actually remember this specific moment we were in the desert, I think, of Nevada, making our way to Las Vegas to see my uncle and aunt and cousin. And we were playing Newsboys Entertaining Angels. Like as on a CD. As loud as we could, as a CD and the radio. And we're riding there all singing along. And Aww. I just, like, that is a such a special memory for me. I just, I can literally hear the music and... Like, my brother was on this side, and my sister was on this side, and it was just so special. We're all crammed in the car. Right. Hot and sweaty. In the desert, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, that's a fun memory. The next one is Minnesota. I grew up there for about seven years, and Minnesota got great snow. And so, when it snowed, we would just make crazy things. The neighbors behind us made the sweetest, like, ice snow house and then we would go inside of it and it had like a roof and everything how did they make the ice or what like this, where did like they get pack the, ice? the snow and like and then like sometimes they pour water on it to like oh it we did it with squirt bottles sometimes yeah. but like this thing was like like you could as a little kid you could stand up inside of it that's sweet it was so cool i loved it did snow. you have a little snowball cache in there so you i was ready too for little a fight. to do snowball fights at that age. oh you were too yeah. little okay i would probably would have cried yeah. Um, another great specific memory is running the Michigan Mile Race. Do you remember that? I don't know. You don't know of that? So well, I mean, started... I know what it is, but I don't know if we ever ran it. Okay, I was at the Lugnut Stadium, and you... Definitely no. And you would you run a mile around the block, basically. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't do that. I loved that race. That was so fun. That was like one of my first foray into races. We, didn't, we, weren't, we weren't a running family. No. No, no we, we weren't. We, we skied. Were. We skied. Yeah. That's different. Different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different so, strokes. Um, and then one... Like, not so specific is, again, doing sleepovers with friends. Um, I really enjoyed that. I know the sleepover, I remember. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh. You guys are so annoying. Sleeping over at Anna's house, a bunch of my friends. 
and, and then my friends and I were sleeping over at Nathan's. And you got, were in the same neighborhood. No, let's be clear. They're different neighborhoods. But they're they connected. They to be share a wood. And you guys them. were in a tent playing, playing video games. Playing Halo. Yeah. Yeah. In a tent. awesome. That's so silly. What a great idea. And we came over. We like ran in the dark, unplugged all the extension cords. That was awesome. We were so upset. It was awesome. It was only awesome for you. Those are good memories. Yeah. I remember one time um, we were at a friend of mine's house who lives right down the road from us in Williamston, and we decided, you know what, we needed some Taco Bell. Okay. So the nearest Taco Bell was in at the Meridian Mall. Okay, Like yeah. right near there. Yeah. And so we were like, well, let's race. So we were in Driving. two cars. Yep. So you were in high school. Yep. Flying down Hazlitt Road, going 70, who knows Oh, my heavens. Um, And I took a shortcut through the mall parking lot. They went around, um, and I was like, well, I got to go fast to this parking lot. So I ignored every stop What car were you driving? I don't know, whatever car. Oh, your parents' car. No, it was my car. It was my car. The Honda. Yeah. Okay. And um, I ignored every stop sign, and it's like 11 p.m. Oh, my goodness. And there is a cop. And they pulled me over. Were you with friends? Yeah, I had a friend in every seat. Oh, my goodness. And he pulled me over, not for speeding. Um, and <laughs> Which you should have. No, right? I, was, I wasn't speeding. I just wasn't going through. I wasn't stopping the stop signs. Okay. He tried to say he pulled me over for the stop signs, but um, I also knew that those weren't, like, they're not legal stop signs. So he couldn't give me a ticket for the stop signs. So instead, he gave me a fix-it ticket for a You were light. really polite to him, weren't you? <laughs> you weren't. I was not impolite. I just you called him dude. I did call him dude. That's that's rude. He did not like. That. I didn't. Well, I was like, sir, a, officer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a kid, and I wasn't really well versed in professionalism. Right. Um, All these words. He gave me a fix it Labras. ticket, and it could have been way worse. So I remember that one. And who won? Who got there first? You lost. Well, we lost because the cop pulled us over. Oh so, man. Yeah. But those those tacos were great, and then that also was when. One of my friends had a schnauzer, and um, we brought the tacos back, and we were playing video games in his basement, and then someone left their taco out. And, oh, no, and she the, ate them? She, she ate the taco, and so we renamed... Did she get sick? Her name was Molly, and we renamed her taco after that. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I thought it was taco butt. No, taco butt is what happens after you have taco well, butt. Well, I know that. Yeah, no, we call we call it the dog taco. That's though. cute. Yeah, Molly. Molly the taco dog. She's a good little miniature, miniature schnauzer. Look at those great memories. They're good. You just got to think about that. I think the tricky thing with memories is sometimes I want my kids to have the same experiences, you know? But it's just not possible. No, not at all. Because it's a different time. Everything's different. That's a good point. But I hope they have good memories. I think they're in it. They already do have great memories. I mean, some of them, the memories they tell us right now aren't even real, but they seem great to them and great to me. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, like how Violet will tell stories and we're oh, just yeah. like, what? Uh, what happened? And, and she's like, yeah, that's what happened. And I'm like, Definitely no, that never not. happened. Well, like yesterday or today, she something happened two days ago. And she's like, yeah, before we were born. Definitely. She doesn't know time. They're like, no guns. I don't know about time yet. <laughs> Two days ago. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're five. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They're going to have great memories. Sorry to that. But I think that's a good check because I think a lot of parents want to recreate experiences. This is how we did it. And I mean, we, I do it. For sure. You certainly do. I certainly do. And <laughs> it's and I I think I just need to remember, like we need to remember that they're gonna have their unique things and they're gonna be good, but they don't have to be mine. No, it's better that they're not yours. Yeah. But it is also okay when they fail the same way we do or do the same things, that's also okay too. Yep. It's all fine. It's part of the journey. It is. Okay. Uh, so our main topic for today is the phrase, what is your ceiling? Yep. Um, and this is actually for people in the, I would say the business world. Um, this is kind of a a leadership development phrase. Often people will talk about like, um, you can only rise as high as your ceiling, right? Right. That thing that 
that prevents you from going further. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think this is honestly really a topic about the importance of growing and developing and never stopping and growing and developing. Um, But really, like we want to just take a moment to talk about um, you will run into something in your life that will be your ceiling for a season, that thing that stops you from growing or developing further. Um, and until you figure out what your ceiling is and, and you remove it, you won't, you won't go beyond that, right? And, and I think you can make, you can, sometimes circumstances can be your ceiling, like, oh, I, I had kids, and so now I can't do this anymore. Or this is happening, and now I can't do this anymore. Kind of an excuse. Yeah, like what's limiting you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I, I, I think we should start out by asking ourselves right now, what, what, is, what, is our, what are our current ceilings? Hmm. Well, I can tell you that when I had maybe one or two kids um, in my early 20s, I definitely thought, I'll just do that when they grow up. Hmm. I don't even know that what that was, but just kind of, what is the word? Succumbing? No. Like, getting to that point of, I don't, this is not a, re- this is not possible right now. And kind of making that blanket statement of i can't i can't go away on a retreat i can't you know i don't even know what because i have young kids and i have to be here it's interesting i was talking to a friend on friday and just um in that discussion it caused me to think about um some things that have happened in your journey specifically your journey um, Uh over the past um several years and I think what you're describing is that you you create a ceiling for yourself of not allowing yourself to dream or really like care about your wants and desires. Yeah, it's not about me. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I don't know if you'll recall this, but when we started doing the marriage journal years ago, three or four years ago, which we're not doing all the time right now, but like when we started it, one of the questions is about what yeah. are your desires and wants? And you could I had not no idea. answer that. Yeah. Um, but I have been really in, I have enjoyed watching you. One, I've enjoyed not being the one to, to fix that for you because I can't. But mm. two, like being like the like happy supporter in watching you find out what your desires and wants are. Mm. And like, being okay with having them and not only having them, but actually like acting upon them. And it's been really cool to watch your ceiling grow. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that, but like now you can, you can, if someone asks you what you want or what you're feeling or what you're thinking in a situation, you can actually answer that. Yeah. I think for a long time, I was just in autopilot mode of... You were numb. Like, I'm pregnant, I had a baby, I'm... And then I'm pregnant, I had a baby, and just like, again and again. And then the twins really took me out longer than one baby did. And then... We also went through a lot at the exact same time as the first. Yeah, and your dad passed away at the same time. And then, and then, like, things were getting better. You know, you kind of see the light. And then I got pregnant again. Mm -hmm. And Dorothy's whole situation was hard. Was very hard, too. And so I I think, I don't, yeah, maybe I was numb. I don't really like how that sounds, but. It wasn't, I feel like I wasn't choosing to be numb, but it was just, I don't even know. But you weren't seeking out, like you you couldn't even. It felt so impossible. There was no, there was no extra, there was nothing extra to have a dream, a desire, act upon any of that because I was just doing and all that. 
but you you did come out of that yeah so i just wanted to say like as i was reflecting on that like it's been really fun to watch your journey and i've been really proud of you thanks i mean now you're like like a marketing executive (laughs) (laughs) marketing executive but like you you have a presence you have like things to say and like like the things that you're saying are are helping other people too and that's i think that's really cool thanks It's interesting. So I'll answer the question for myself. I don't know what the um, question was. Was like, what's my ceiling? Oh, yeah. And so um, I would say up until early this year, my ceiling was um, was my work at MSU. Hmm. Um, I, I, wanted, I wanted out for years. I would do the cyclical thing every year, starting to look for jobs looking for jobs elsewhere I'm going to find another job and I would like I've read I, I read my journals from previous years all the time and like I every year I would have this thing where like alright starting to look for jobs applying for jobs got a job interview I'm going to go somewhere else this is going to yeah. happen and um, yeah I don't know I don't know why but it's like I was running from something heck even when I um, was getting really involved in our church and like mm-hmm. thinking about becoming a pastor, like all of those things were like just taking my focus away from, from MSU and the work I was doing there. Well, I think you want the grass to be greener, right? Yeah. I and it feels, if it feels yucky where you are, you're, I want something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe it felt like you could change it. Like this is something I can change. Like, yeah. But it, in many ways that was my ceiling that prevented me from really growing in my leadership it prevented me from growing as a leader well yeah because you didn't you wanted to leave yeah you weren't and so i think this year specifically um starting with like getting this new role and really like feeling like i'm where i'm supposed to be and even just the crazy stuff that's been happening the teams i've been building the well, I think you had a vision. I finally had a vision. Even before, you know, you you had it in words, I think you had a picture in your mind of how you wanted your team to, the teams to look and how you wanted your people to feel and operate and act and I don't think you had that kind of you were in the clouds, mm-hmm. right? For so many years and I don't think you had the clear mental you know the clear space to get get there i was like stuck yeah yeah ceiling ceiling and now i feel like right now that's not my ceiling like i i'm loving every moment of what's happening with us at home and what's happening with us at msu and um and so to answer the question i'm not sure what my ceiling ceiling is is right now. now But I, but I know there is something that is preventing me from getting to, like, whatever is next or whatever the next, like, stage of growth is. Mm. Um, and I think, like, most recently, I guess, for me, it's I'm learning. I have operated a lot of my life out of thinking and knowledge and very little of it out of, like, relational and feeling. And so I think that's the new ceiling I'm working through is just like growing in relational ability, in feelings, in talking about feelings and dealing with feelings. I think it's just like that's my new ceiling Hmm. that I'm working through. I don't know what my new ceiling is. Hmm. I feel like I have the I don't know if we didn't have the space or the time before but I think we have a uh, not a vision like a focus more focus than we have before just in our marriage and in our family just life Mm -hmm. that 
we are saying yes to things like opportunities or not or saying no to things like we're saying yes to the things that we actually want to. that we want and instead we of just yeah. being like yeah we'll do this and that and maybe we'll end up where we want to be mm-hmm. and um i think maybe that i don't know what my ceiling is i feel like i i'm just proud of myself for doing something mm-hmm. instead of just like humdrum go under the radar type person maybe your ceiling's the sun right now Oh man, maybe it is the sun. Uh, Dang that, it! That might be the thing to work through in this season. What uh, a great season to work through! The sun. That. It's not a good season. It's a great season to work through it. So many opportunities. So, like every freaking day. <laughs> I mean, up through Thursday this week, it's supposed to be sunny. So uh, breathe it store in. Store it. Store it. I mean, I think we've talked about this, but um, when. When it's been like rainy for a few days and the sun comes outside, Emily will literally run. Oh my She'll I'm drop a crazy whatever person. she's doing, leave the water run, leave the stove Everything. run, and sprint outside. Run outside. <laughs> Even yes, was it yesterday? This morning. It was this morning. I came back and Oliver's riding his bike. He's like, hey, mom, the sun's coming out. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's here. Like, what? I'll be right there. <laughs> I'm coming. I said, I know. I'm going to get out of the car. <laughs> oh, it's like a sun junkie. Even though I'm not, you know, it's just... It's amazing. Makes me feel so good, like alive, and I have a purpose. <laughs> Maybe you're part sunflower, right? Phototropic, right? Is that what it's called? That's where that turns. Yeah, it the follows sun. the yeah. sun. Yeah. The problem is, I don't follow the sun. I stay in Michigan <laughs> in Lansing. Yeah, we're not like uh, snowbirds. snowbirds. Yeah. And I think that thought has been in my head because the last couple summer or winters we've gone to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I know we're not going there this year. I'm telling you, I think that is your ceiling. Babe. And we were, I'm always like, I can make it. I can make it. We're going to go to Florida in February. It's going to happen. And I'd get a recharge and then come back home. But I know that that's not happening. The thing is that when we're skiing and we're not in, like, because we're not skiing in the Lansing area. We're going to go up to Westside, yeah, which is in like Cadillac. The other parts of the state actually get a lot more sun. Yeah. So I think we haven't always been the best about traveling around the state in the winter. In the winter. And so that might be something that will be that we might need to do. Yeah. We might need to do that. Look at that. That's That's a good idea. We can be practical. That's good. So we're going to help each other with our ceilings. You're going to help me with feelings and emotions and relationships. You're going to help me with the sun. With the sun. Oh, that's a good one. But I think this is just a challenge to you guys. To everyone. Yeah, to just think about what's holding you back. I mean, it could be something silly like the sun, you know. But um, I think even asking yourself that question. So powerful. Is really powerful. And you might not have an answer. You might, I mean... There's so you, you could be in any kind of season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I think awareness and where you are, and maybe where you want to be, and you might not be there. But just knowing, mm-hmm. not and, knowing, but and the other reason why it matters, like why does it even matter if you have a ceiling, and why do you want to break out of your ceiling? The reality is, is that we are all leaders, no matter where we're at an organization at home whatever we are all leading and the people who are under our leadership we can't lead them beyond our ceiling right Mm -hmm. so how can i lead someone in something if i don't know what it is i don't i haven't worked through it already myself and so it is important to ask that question so that you can eventually be able to like work through those things that that then you will then Help your help kids, someone you else, your kids, through, or yeah, or someone people. else with, yeah. And so it's so important to constantly be growing and constantly be developing, constantly be questioning what what's my limitation because, well, because God doesn't didn't make us to be the to same stop. and yeah. stay that way forever. No, He made us to learn and grow and become more so like Him, and that's what we want to do. Yeah, 
And maybe that's really what it is. Like we, I don't want to, I don't want to be this version of Emily forever. And that's good. That's good. Hmm. I think we landed that one pretty well. We landed it. I feel really good about that. Wheels down. Wheels down. We didn't build the plane this time while we were flying. We had a plan. Oops. Well, we, we did have a plan. Notes. Yeah. The plane was, yeah. Yeah. This is a notes episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we've gotten a lot better at playing. All right. And we're like, getting our rhythm. This is episode 30. Yeah. This is. I a, don't know what number game. episode we become something. Like special? Official. I mean. Professionals. Well. You, you can't be know. professional unless you're making money. <laughs> okay, yeah. So definitely, we're not <laughs> so that. We're, we we're are not, amateur we're amateurs, podcasters, and it is hobby. a great place to be. Hobbyists. Hobbies. Oh. That's our hobby. Remember how I said I don't have any hobbies? This is a hobby, yeah. I guess. That's great. That's funny. So, I challenge you to just ask yourself that question, and I think I said this last week, but I said it to myself again in my gloomy days um, that you need to not keep all your thoughts inside of your head Mm -hmm. Um, because it wasn't, it was just made to process your thoughts, not store them. Mm -hmm. And so a coworker, your spouse, a friend, a parent, whatever, talk about about something. Um, Because I think we all have desires that maybe you have a desire in you to break. I want to do this and it's going to break my ceiling, but it's just stuck in your head and you're not getting it out. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you keep it in your head, it's just swirling, swirling, it probably gets lost sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you don't have, I think when you say things that there's power in that. Well, also, so let's talk about like left brain, right brain, right brain is the relational part of your brain. So when you take that left brain thought and you speak it out to someone else, you're building relationship and connection, and it's actually benefiting you better. That thing is moving through you in a way that it can actually be like worked through. Um, but when it just sticks over there on the left side, it, it it's not supposed to. It's just supposed to be processed, right? Like like you said. Yeah. And so yeah, you, like so if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what my stealing is. Guess what? As somebody, someone else probably does. Yeah. Um, or they can or, help you walk, or walk through it. Or as you talk through it, you, you will. And, like, that's how God made it to be. Like, we need other people for so many things, including processing things. Yeah. So ask yourself the question. Think about it. Process it and get it out of your brain with somebody or journal it. Yeah. Or just write Journaling it down. Journaling is so great. Um, because I think there will just be so much fruit from the question, the process. And maybe you need to take action. Maybe you need to, maybe now is not a good time to take action and you need to just hold the thought, hold the dream, hold the whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but knowing is the first step. Step one. Yep. You got to know. My name's Emily. I did step one. Check. <laughs> we both in my brain, <laughs> in my brain, I was thinking like, AA, my name's Emily. Yeah, that's not. If it didn't come out right. No. I'm sorry. That's no, probably not like, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's wrap it. All right. We are so thankful that you let us into your car, home, wherever you're listening to Ears. us today. Um, and we just appreciate the opportunity to process this question together. Um, I think it's been really good for us and it helps us to kind of have a plan of next steps for things to do. And we hope it's the same for you. Um, and we thank you, and we hope that you keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good, Nate. I don't know where I'm going there. But All right. We appreciate you. We thank- love you. Goodbye. Bye.